This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. The wonderful football Wednesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network, simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next 60 minutes. And over the course of those 60 minutes, I'm morally safer. Uh, We'll be joined by three amazing guests. Our pal Eric Eager will stop by from Sumer Sports 20 minutes from now. I think we have to kind of do like our weekly MVP check-in with Eric, and then we'll get some of his bets coming up for the games this week. So looking forward to our conversation with the doctor, double E, Eric Eager, who will join us in 20 minutes. Uh, Noops, Alex Christensen from, you know, Hoops with Noops will join us in 40 minutes, giving us NBA bets for tonight. NBA thoughts on the season thus far. Always love having Noops on the show. Next hour is the final hour. The final hour is the power hour. And in the power hour, we're going to give you just a bleep ton of bets coming up for tonight. And we'll continue talking line movement and injury news. uh, Week 15 in the National Football League. And just to pay off something, and we'll bring Will on in a second, that I said in the last segment and hour number two of the show, uh, Alexander Madison officially DNP again today for the Vikings. They play on Saturday. So not looking great at this juncture in the week for Madison playing. Can't wait to start Ty Chandler in the fantasy football playoffs this week. Could it be any more anxiety-inducing? Rest in peace to Matthew Perry. Joining us right now on the show to talk Week 15 in the NFL is our friend Will Brinson from CBS Sports. Because it is a Wednesday, a Will Wednesday. Uh, We encourage people to check out his awesome podcast. I've been honored a million times. The Pick 6 podcast, which Will is one of the hosts of. It is a sensational NFL podcast from our friends over at CBS Sports. And read all of Will's NFL musings and writings at CBSSports.com and on Twitter at Will Brinson. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 15. How's it going, you old so-and-so? What's up, you salty dog? Um, <laughs> what, is, what, is, uh, what do they say in Super Troopers? Um, I, uh, I, I, you didn't mention my Thursday appearance on CBS Sports Network, in which I battle against myself to get back to 500 with my best bets. So Will Will Brinson on CBS Sports Network coming up every Thursday. Yeah. Why do I need to promote it, buddy? You just yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, now you do a lot of self promotion. Uh, what? Uh, oh well, yeah, uh, I'm, have- I'm promiscuous. <laughs> Gross. Uh, we, MVP we talk like about Steve these- Nash. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Burner, burner, burning. We uh we talk about these <laughs> island games sometimes, Will. And I I we came on at the start of the week, and I go like, I'm not gonna watch Chargers Raiders. Like I don't care. I hate this game. This is really dumb. And then we get to today's show, and Nick and I spent about 40 minutes talking ourselves <laughs> into the idea that this could be like an insane shootout. 
Like this could be like a really high scoring game, ideal weather, maybe Easton sticks good. Maybe Jimmy G plays instead of Aiden O'Connell. Like there's all these things like, oh man, like now, now I'm kind of fired up. Have you talked yourself into Thursday night football at all? Either side, total props, DFS, anything you want to do? Yeah, I mean, I'm always in for some DFS on an island game. Uh, I think that the showdown stuff is just such a wild swing. Like you could be winning $10,000 and like 30 seconds later, you're losing $100. It is just an outrageous swing in terms of how quickly it goes. Uh, you know, And uh, I'll be honest, to your point, Ken, about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo playing, that's going to make it really, really intriguing what the what the Raiders do and who, who you play in DFS. It's going to make it really intriguing with this line. I got another angle. Let's, let's flip the sides and point okay. out that backing up Easton Stick in this game, Ginger Jesus, Max Duggan, I don't know. He might not even be redhead. I'm not even sure. Uh, but Max Duggan of TCU. And well, it's like every TCU quarterback is Dalton. Because Dalton, because Dalton right. has red hair. Does that mean like Max Duggan? I would thought you're gonna go with Hacksaw. Ho! For, for Max. Yeah, Duggan. yeah they all look the same. They all look. Game. All those TCU quarterbacks look the same to me. Um, but on the on the Chargers depth chart, along with Max Duggan. Former TCU superstar wide receiver Quentin Johnson and fourth-round pick electric punt returning returner Darius Davis, also of TCU. Why screw Easton Stick? Give us the TCU offense. Just call in Sonny Dykes for a night, run the TCU offense, and like toss Jimmy Garoppolo out there, and all of a sudden maybe we do get a shootout. I, I think the the one concern I might have with the shootout theory that you know you guys talk yourselves into it, and I, I don't hate it, but is it? Impartial, is it partially based on the fact that the Steelers and the Patriots miraculously <laughs> turned in you know, an over in the first half with 31 points, and we're like, all right, maybe these teams will just be great on on this because I mean, we did get a three nothing game featuring the Raiders uh, just like five, four days, three days ago. Uh, I don't know if that played, maybe subconsciously that played into it that we had a game we a lot of people thought would go under went over. Um, I know, I think we kind of like organically came up to Will you be starting a Max Duggan lineup on DraftKings? You, you and I, we talked, we texted yes. about this. We had some Malik, Malik Cunningham. He didn't sniff he the played field zero last snaps Thursday. in the game. Right, that was like a waste of money. Already, <laughs> I, uh, but no, but how about how about this? Like, you know, like, we could get off the DFS conversation in the second tier. But if you're gonna play, yeah. like, how do you not have? So let's say AOC starts. How do you not have a lineup with Jimmy Garoppolo as the captain? Also, like for like, I, I would like, not. I wouldn't. I, would I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy G captain ownership was like above in between two and five percent yeah which is a lot like which is for, a lot for, for, yeah, guy not, for guys not starting yeah we got yeah, who's not, right. not projected to start right now um i we'll get to like your favorite bet for games this week in a second but i listen we're week 15 here you got a lot of spicy takes will just in general what's your yeah. spiciest betting take right now in the national football it could be like super bowl winner wow team to make the playoffs, award market, could also be a game this week like an upset. Uh, what is your spiciest betting take in the National Football League right now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double dip for you. Oh, boy. With the same team. As long as the dip is spicy. Buffalo, oh, oh, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills. Yeah, double, double dip in this Bills chip. The Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, and Josh Allen is going to win MVP. And you can get both at like 18 to 1, 20 to 1, 25 to 1, depending on where you shop. Here's the theory. 
on Josh. I mean, the Bills is pretty obvious. They just had <laughs> Sean McDermott has Ty Dunn has accidentally <laughs> like galvanized this team with all these stories about Sean McDermott. And, and interestingly enough, in that in that piece was a story about how a few years ago when the Bills were sort of like falling apart, Brian Dable said, F it, like literally said, F it, we're gonna just run this insane offense with Josh Allen and just let Josh Allen do Josh Allen things. And they went on a winning streak. I think everybody read that was like, we need to do that. And they're going to let Josh Allen do whatever he wants over the next four weeks. Why wouldn't you cut him loose? Your defense is getting better coming out of the bye. You have all these weapons. Josh Allen is a cheat code. If you let him do his thing and he just runs hot. So for the bills to like, they can, I mean, I don't think it's that crazy that the Bills make the playoffs, win the division, and the Dolphins don't even make the playoffs. They just lost their all-pro center. Liam Eikenberg is starting at center now. Tyreek Hill's banged up. And they have a really hard schedule to close out. Could be a win-in-your-end type of thing in in Week 18 against the Bills. Um, Whether or not the Bills win the division and get the 2-3 seed or whether a wild card, whatever, I think this is the team that is going to come into the playoffs. It's going to be like a throwback to – like 05 when the the Steelers did it as a wild card or uh, your Giants, Nick, with Eli did it as a wild card. Rodgers did it as a wild card. A team like this Bills team just has to get hot at the right time and obliterates everyone in their path and then has to figure out a way to beat the Niners in the Super Bowl um, or maybe the Cowboys. Who knows? But with the Allen MVP stuff, think about all the names at the top of this list that aren't quarterbacks. Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey. People were trying to make A.J. Brown an MVP a thing, right? I mean, like it, – it, w- that's where we're at right now. Mahomes isn't playing that well. You know, you have Jalen Hurts who's banged up. Tua's still up there. Lamar is hanging around, but it is, isn't the same Lamar from 2019. Brock Purdy, nobody wants to give it to Brock Purdy, even though he's playing great football and throwing the ball deep pretty well. Um, and, and then Dak Prescott, who probably isn't going to win his own division, which makes it difficult to do to win the MVP. Josh Allen f- goes nuclear for the next month, flips the tables on the on the Dolphins, wins the division, and he could like he's going to get a ton of MVP votes. Pete Prisco said yesterday on the Pick Six podcast, Allen's on his top five of his ballot right now. And I know Pete's kind of an outlier because he, my God, imagine loving someone more than he loves Josh Allen. You'd be, you'd be weird. But um, Pete like is a, is a good example of a voter who I mean, look, they're humans. They can easily be swayed by four weeks of incredible football to end the season. It happens in every every sport all the time. Heisman Trophy. MVP, you go nuke for a month to close out the season, and you're going to win MVP if you're even around that range, and that's where Josh Allen is. So that's my hot take. Double dip, Bill's chip. Hashtag go nuke for a month. Uh, so I'm I'm going to guess I know the answer to this question. Maybe not because, like, the price is so much different. So you mentioned, like, the Bills to win the, the Super Bowl. I have some AFC. I don't, I don't really have any Super Bowl because, like you mentioned, like, they'd play the Niners probably at some point. Eh, that's going to go. Uh, but – to go a long way, maybe win the division and Allen, maybe to win MVP. Those are big prices. Like that's because we have a, a flyer. It's a long shot. This late in the game. I have yeah. to imagine. I have to imagine part of this though, is that you really like them on Sunday against Dallas. Like, are you betting that too? They're a two point home favorite in the game. Yeah. I'll bet the alternate spread bills minus 14. I don't know what that pays out, but I, I think, I, I, I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think, I think Dallas will hang, but I mean, this Dallas team, and this is not exactly a game that they're going to overlook things, but you know, as good as Dallas has been, and look, give give Mike McCredit, Mike McCarthy, Mike McCredit, give Mike Mike McCarthy uh, his due here because the Cowboys are playing awesome football. When you look at when you when you look at Dallas and how they're playing offensively, he's got Dak Prescott playing at an MVP level. 
Kellen Moore has got Justin Herbert out for the season, and he had a terrible season. You know, Mike McCarthy canned Kellen Moore, instituted his Texas Coast offense. I know he's not Southern. I don't care. Uh, instituted Texas Coast offense, and as a result, this Dallas team is rolling. They have a plus um, 171 point differential at home this year in seven games where they're obviously undefeated. On the road against good teams, though, has been a different story. They lose at the Cardinals. They're, they're not good, but they were in their they were in their frisky era, if you will, uh, week three of the season. They lose at San Francisco, get blown out on Sunday Night Football. Lose at the Eagles in a game they should have won, but they choked at the end uh, in a way that they will probably choke in the playoffs. And now they got the stretch at Buffalo, at Miami, versus the Lions, versus Washington. They know they probably are not going to get the division, um, but – and they're, they're kind of locked into a playoff spot. So I, I, I think they'll want to go out there and flex on the Bills. I just think Buffalo is going to be ro- running hot. I think we'll see a ton of points in this game, uh, but Buffalo wins by 10+. plus. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday. We're getting picks for Week 15 in the National Football League with our friend, the spicy, the double dipper, our pal, Will Brinson uh, from CBS Sports on Twitter at Will Brinson. All right, buddy. A couple minutes after we normally do it as Will <laughs> downs a vat of wine. Uh, <laughs> your your favorite non-Bills Cowboys bet, Will, could be side, could be a total coming up for Week 15. It's, it is it is it is a goblet, some would say. <laughs> yes. uh, William Lannister with us here on the show. Um, Will, what is your favorite bet coming up for Week 15 in the NFL besides for uh, Bill's alts against the Cowboys? Right. Um, I, I got two of them that I actually gave out. Uh, you, I think you can watch them on TikTok or maybe Instagram. I'm not sure. They're called the Pick 6 Prime Picks. Myself and Katie Mox, we each give out three. So that's six total. Very, uh, very smart synergy by our social media team. Um, whatever, follow, follow us on Twitter. Those various platforms. TikTok lock of the week, baby. Um, I like the Browns. Minus three. That's right. Joe Flacco. 38-year-old Joe Flacco. Have you seen the the Browns pass rate over expectation numbers the last two weeks? They are chunking the ball. Kevin Stefanski, and I think it's really interesting from a long-term sort of perspective when it comes to the Browns and Deshaun Watson. This is what Kevin Stefanski wants. This is a str- bigger-armed, less mobile Case Keenum, older Case Keenum. He's going to play in the structure of the offense. He's going to do what the coach tells him what to do. He's not going to try and completely force things. And he, they're designing plays that work for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's just a year older than Matt, or a year his draft class a year older than Matt Ryan and a year younger than Matthew Stafford, right? I mean, he was drafted in 08. It's a long time. But he ain't 40 yet. He can play. He's balling out. The Browns' defense is outstanding. And I think the Bears, for the second time this year, once in the preseason and now here in uh, week 15, everybody's a little over their skis on the Bears. It's like, all right, I mean, who? what are we trading the number one pick for? We got, we got our quarterback. We got this elite defense. The offensive line's coming together. This team's incredible. It's like, it's, it's settle down, everybody. I think, I think the Browns could blow out the Bears here with a great defensive performance. And I'll, I'll give you one more with the total, Nick. I like the over in the Rams and uh, Commanders game as well. <laughs> First one's like a minute, minute fifteen. That's like also I like. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't game. know. I don't. I don't watch the clock with you guys, so I didn't know. Like, I didn't <laughs> no, no, know. Well, just the just the pacing there was just really funny. To be like this and this <laughs> and this and this. And for my second pick, yeah, maybe some scoring in the Rams game. I think a lot of people I think a lot of people like like that over Will we like you we always love when you when you come on the mm. show we sincerely appreciate it and look like if you're on TikTok you got to check out Will and our friend Katie we got to get Katie on the show I think Katie's very talented yeah. doing great stuff for our friends over at CBS Sports uh, Will is on Twitter at Will Brinson yeah like I 
I don't know. I, I don't know if I have a TikTok account, so don't follow me there. I, I don't. And I don't think I can ever get one. I think like that's like a bridge too far yeah, for like a forty-year-old. Like yeah, yep. too old. Hashtag. I can see you. I can see you like your wife making you do like TikToks with a like a future tiny baby where you're like like dancing around like you're like wherever you live. I could I could I could see that. Forever you know where I live. Uh, Will is on Twitter at Will Brinson. Pick six podcast. CBSSports.com. Good luck with the bets, buddy. Good luck with the double dipping, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. All right, uh, peace out. Uh, on the other side, the doctor, double E, Eric Eager. I ever want to do it at AMCO, double A, MCO. Eric Eager joins us next. Picks for week 15 in the NFL. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, awesome stuff with our pal Will Brinson in the last segment. Also, I think we've stumbled upon something here in the break. Apparently, and I didn't know this, and uh, Eric Eager is going to join us in just a second. Eric's on the phone. Eric, we'll get to you in just a moment here. Apparently, like, I don't have TikTok. Ken doesn't have TikTok. We were talking about it with Will at the end of the segment. Um, apparently, like, videos that get... I, I don't even know, like... Uh, this is this is going to be a little iffy. Tyler, assuming your microphone works, pop on here. What is the BetQL, or just type it in the chat. What is, like, the network TikTok account? Like, what's the name of it's it that at, people can go follow it on TikTok? It's just at BetQL. At Bet, okay, which is better than like at BetQL app on Twitter. It's the stupidest, stupidest Twitter handle name ever. Almost as bad yeah. as Tyler Morales Zero. Also, Tyler just turned 33. Send him a happy birthday wish. TikTok, uh, BetQL on TikTok. Apparently, like they post videos of like, I, I don't know this because I don't have it. Do like hundreds of thousands or like millions of views sometimes. Like we need to be like, we need to be on this like big time here. This, sh- this show was like made for that. Figure about Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's dead. Yeah. I'm, I'm done I think with we, Twitter. I think we need to I, – I actually think we need to, like, stop promoting Twitter on our show and start promoting TikTok on our show starting, like, tomorrow. I think you're right. Or at least, yeah. like – or at least both. At least – or have TikTok be the no, lead. No, let's, let's stop doing one. <laughs> let's do the other one I, instead. I, I hate Twitter. Like, I'm telling you, like, I've turned yeah. the corner. Like, I'm done with Twitter. Let's, I'm hashtag well, like, if, we tur- if you turn the corner, just don't turn – don't turn back around it again. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go down the street. Let's do it. All right, our pal Noobs will join us in 20 minutes. Noobs will give us some NBA bets for tonight. All of our bets for tonight coming up in the Power Hour, final hour of the show. But joining us right now, I don't know if he has a TikTok account. Maybe not. He's a doctor, so probably not. Or maybe he does. And it is our good friend Eric Eager from Sumer Sports, one of my favorite NFL analysts. We love having him on the show. Thoughtful, smart NFL commentary and really good betting analysis as well. On Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. You got to check out Sumer Sports and the Sumer Sports Football Show with Eric and former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, who, of course, is represented by Tim Scanlon. Eric, uh, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 15 in the NFL. Happy Week 15. I am also on TikTok at Eric Eager underscore. Uh, For a few years there, I would post uh, Super Bowl and uh, draft props on uh, my TikTok uh, with analysis and and my pretty face. which, uh, you know, that of a 37-year-old guy. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's fun. Uh, it's a little bit uh, harebrained for me, though. <laughs> a little harebrained. That's, uh, that sounds, I'm going to be honest, that sounds like something that's right up our alley. Uh, Eric, I feel like we might get to the end of the season. We might get to the end of the season, end of the postseason, and I might owe you, like, a big apology because it's possible that the Buffalo Bills, who were, like, the EPA darling 
of the first two thirds of the season. Now, like everyone's kind of on this, that they might be cooking kind of like down the stretch of the season. Uh, we had Will Brinson on last segment. He's like, the Bills might win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen might win MVP. Both those are like 18 to one right now, like in that range, something like that. Um, do either of those storylines kind of appeal to you as bets that the Bills are going to go on a deep run in the postseason this year or have the potential to do so at a big price? Or that Josh Allen, if he wins all the games the rest of the season, could win most valuable player? Either of those appeal to you at a big number? Well, the, and to all your listeners, that's the power of grace, everybody. I came on your show. I listened to the day before. I met you guys halfway, and now look where we are, right? Exactly. I mean, this, is, this is great. Um, I, look, it, they won one game against the Chiefs team that lost the previous week to a team that lost its Danny DeVito two nights ago. Uh, I know we're trying to, you know, circular, transitive logic there. I just, like, look, I don't think any teams in the NFL this year are all that great other than the San Francisco 49ers and possibly the Dallas Cowboys. And so you're going to get weeks like this where, you know, a team that has been pretty good in a lot of underlying metrics, the Bills, are are going to get love after beating a team that has a name like Kansas City. Um, You know, yeah, I mean, there's probably value there for both of those bets. Um, You know, I think. I think the issue is going to be it's still going to be really hard. I mean, Miami, um, you know, they have a tough schedule moving forward, but, uh, you know, Buffalo is Dallas this week. And so, you know, that that dream could be dead of winning that division relatively quickly uh, if they lose to a very good Dallas Cowboys team. So, I yeah, I I like those two bets, but I've liked those two bets all year, and and the Bills have stayed mediocre longer than I've stayed solvent on them. So I'm I'm kind of going to sit out the Bills and hopefully enjoy – uh, something, uh, you know, a, a backdoor win for them uh, as opposed to continuing to buy in. Eric, the other night after the show, I had to take a trip to my local drugstore to pick up a uh, Famotidine, better known to you and yours as Pepsid, because I love spicy food, and at age 40, my stomach no longer agrees. But damn it, I still love me some spice. Eric, I asked Will Brinson this question in the last segment. I'll ask you as well. What is your spiciest betting take Right now in the National Football League, you could give us could be a game this week, an upset special, award market, Super Bowl, division winner, wherever you want to take it. What's your spiciest betting take right now? My spiciest betting take is Detroit still has a chance to win the NFC. And why do you think that? The rationale, please. <laughs> well, I I just think you know we all talk about regression and we talk about the ups and downs and. You know, they, they had a good defense at the beginning of the year. Now the defense is, you know, terrible, for lack of a better term. The offense has regressed. Um, a lot of teams, you know, I think about what, what's, a, you know, an upstart team, right? The Rams, 2021. We're talking about a team that lost four ga- three games in a row in the middle of the season, I think four or five, possibly. I can't remember exactly if it was four or five or just three straight. And, you know, a lot of the fundamentals that we were talking about with that team, you know, weren't particularly hot. This is a team in Detroit, four straight indoor games, left in the season, an indoor playoff game, presumably, should they take care of business and win that division for the first time since 1993. You have, you know, a Dallas team that we know has meltdown potential. Uh, you know, they've been tremendous this year, and I think Dak has, has avoided some of the really bad games that have plagued him in the past. And, you know, San Francisco, we've seen San Francisco. When Debo or Trent Williams or something like that has been out, they're not nearly like the nine points better than they are than the average team on a neutral field that they are right now. So in the NFC, like Detroit's winning a home playoff game, right, possibly, uh, against Minnesota or Green Bay. That doesn't seem all that difficult. 
and you know, then they get into a divisional round game, uh, and, and you know, anything's possible. And then you know, I, especially given how explosive their offense can be, how tough they are in the run game, how good of you know pair of running backs they have, how good their young tight end is. I think that they are built to win uh, in January, strangely. And I, I think everybody's written them off because, you know, understandably, they've been not very good for the last month. It's also worth noting, like, maybe the golf cold outside thing's a real thing. Like, if they do have to go to Dallas or they do have to go to San Francisco, although if you go to San Francisco, like, you're just going to lose. But to be fair, the weather would be nice as you're getting trucked uh, by the Niners. Maybe score a little bit more in the game would be my point because it won't be cold outside. Philly would be a different story. Uh, Eric, there's a bunch of quarterback news uh, going on this week. Actually, let's stay on Detroit because uh, you gave us a lot on the Lions and you like them. You think they could still win the NFC. What about this game on Saturday, though? There was some initial interest in the Lions, like a very kind of like subjective opinion of that is like it seems like a good time to buy them. Seems like that's kind of why it's your spiciest betting take. They're now just a four point home favorite against Denver, who's been very good the last like two months, basically, of the season. Do you like the Lions to kind of get back on track and cover that number in addition to liking them maybe to still win the NFC? You know, one of the things that happens in these markets now is you have these big like syndicate slash tout services like Right Angle Sports that will release a play. And I believed early in the year, early in the week, they were, they they released Detroit to move that thing out to five, five and a half, six in some places. And there's almost always market resistance to those picks. And I think that that's just what you're seeing, right? Because it opened kind of right around four, four and a half. And and now and we saw the movement, you know, yo-yoing. And I think that just that those are just market dynamics. I think four, um, you know, four and a half is probably the right number in this game. Uh, I do think they win. And if I had to pick a side, I would pick them. You know, Denver is kind of living uh, off the big plays and and turnovers. And while Detroit has turned the ball over more than you'd like them to uh, of late, I don't know if that's a sustainable way for Denver to win or Detroit to lose. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday. We are getting NFL thoughts, spicy betting takes, and bets with our pal Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. Eric on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. Eric, what's your favorite bet for this week, week 15 in the NFL? Uh, something that we have not yet already discussed, side or total-wise. Yeah, I like Nick Mullins in Minnesota. I like them going to Cincinnati. Um, you know, it was a little bit higher. Some people, you know, released Minnesota and then also – um, you know, so pushing that number down, you saw Justin Jefferson come in. But if I can get even an expensive three in that game, uh, I'm a fan. I think Brian Boris has been terrific uh, this year uh, defensively. I think that the Bengals' defense is a big play defense, meaning they give up a lot of big plays. Uh, and the Vikings certainly have the opportunity with Hawkinson and, and Jefferson and, and Osborne and guys like that. You know, uh, even a guy like Ty Chandler who's come on and, you know, without Madison, uh, or with Madison banked up at least, uh, I think Chandler's going to get some run. I think they're going to be big plays in that game. And I got to be honest, like the Jake Browning story is amazing. It is a revenge game for him because he was a Minnesota Vikings practice squad quarterback. Uh, but I, I'm not going to continue to, I'm not going to ride the wave with him. If you would have said, you know, just a couple weeks ago, that the Jake Browning led Bengals would be over a field goal favorite at any point in this week uh, against the Vikings who are riding high on Josh Dobbs. I think that people would have laughed at you. And now, even though Dobbs is out of the lineup, you get the backup quarterback first game bump with, with Mullins. Uh, you get O'Connell, who I think is really good uh, at, at sort of scheming up quarterback play. Uh, especially in the initial uh, rungs of the of the uh, time when he's playing quarterback, uh, I like the Vikings. 
Eric, we just got a, a report that's actually like pretty surprising. I was going to ask you about Thursday night football. I'm, I'm going to ask you about a different game now. And just, but in case you, you didn't see this, Keenan Allen was just declared out for this game on uh, tomorrow night against the Raiders, which I think for Nick and I was both really, really surprising. Also means we have to like take back the hour of content we probably did on betting the over, whatever. Uh, Keenan Allen, like not going to play tomorrow. It's, it might be okay um, still, man. It could actually, might, it might and, like well, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. It'll be even more of a buy low. Probably like you have to wait because like, the market's going to yeah. tra- change for this game dramatically and the prop market will change dramatically. Uh, instead of that, Eric, let me ask you another game with, with a lot of volatility in it. If it's Davis Mills for the very injured Houston Texans, and let's say they're like a three-point dog or more against Tennessee, you you still give them like a really good chance in the game. It's, it's kind of a funny market right now with Stroud potentially out. Titans two and a half, three right now. Figure if Stroud's out, that at least goes to three. Yeah, and Tank Dell, obviously, and no, um, and uh, no, uh, I'm trying to remember their lot, their other receivers. Nico names, Collins. Um, that okay. that. Nico Collins, like, yeah, it, it's it's not great, um, and you know, you're you're buying a little high on the you're buying high on the Titans after a really fun win Monday night. Levis uh, is kind of boom or bust. I, I do think coaching advantage uh, does go to Houston, but every other advantage uh, will go to Tennessee. So, uh, I, I, yeah, that one's tough. I mean, I I can't lay it with with the Tennessee Titans. So, I, I guess if 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 I'm if I'm forced to make a pick. Uh, it's hold my nose and watch Davis Mills play quarterback, but man, that one that one might be on on a different. That might one might be on like the back TV. No, not the back the ba- TV. The back TV. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard that phrase. I kind of actually, I kind of actually really enjoyed that. Um, Eric, uh, you know what? You mentioned Danny DeVito. Obviously, like you know, a lot of people's making the Tommy DeVito jokes. Uh, I have asked the question, half serious. Which team has the better quarterback on Sunday in New Orleans with the Giants and the Saints? And, like, I guess I guess Carr's better, but also, like, Eric, is he? Saints lay in six. Anything for you with the Giants and the Saints? Dude, I've been the, like, I've I've bought David Carr, or, sorry, Derek Carr. I've been messing up people's first names. De- uh, Derek Carr once in my life, 2021. And it was the most excruciating over I've ever bet season-long win total. Every single year, I've I've been on car unders. I can't stand him, and his teammates can't stand him. I mean, Cesar Ruiz tried to throw him in the Gulf of Mexico the other day, and and I I just don't know. Like at least, and and I talked to you know Thomas Dimitrov, my co-host on the show, and my boss. You know, he talks about leadership and how much that matters. And I, I Devito at least has that right. I think people play hard for him. I think uh, you know Barkley had a you know second gear the other day that I hadn't seen in a while. I think you you add it all up, and Devito's the Devito's the better the person I'd rather put my money on on Sunday. Speaking of people, you would you would want to put your money on or not want to put your money on? Thirty seconds here, Eric, to close. Are you surprised that the Falcons are just three point road favorites against like absolutely hideous Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers offense right now? Are you surprised that's not a bigger number? What do you make of that game here? In about thirty seconds. Oh. No, the Falcons are the Falcons. The Falcons are they're only better than Carolina by a little bit. I, I, it's it's not great, um, and you know at some point Carolina will will turn around a little bit. They have some talent, Derek Brown, guys like that. Like I, the Falcons, the Falcons really should have won against Tampa Bay, and it, it was pure ineptitude that they didn't. All right, good stuff there from Eric on the show. Always love having Eric on. Give us some spicy betting takes. Get it on the back TV, uh, on Twitter. And TikTok, apparently, at Eric Eager underscore. Does great work for our friends at Sumer Sports. And check out the Sumer Sports football show with Eric and Thomas Dimitrov. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Good luck with all the bets this weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk to you next week.
Take care, guys. Have a good one. Eric Eager with us on You Better Be Bet. I can't wait Imagine to ask if, Noops what a spicy betting take is, by the way. And then I know you're the really big segments. on this right now, which is really fun. And it, but it, it leads to good answers every single time. Like, even if it's the same question, you can always get something good and spicy. Uh, imagine having to redo all of your intros for every show going forward with their TikTok account instead of their Twitter account. How long do you think in like a day or two, you think you'd have it down cold? Do you think it'd be good? Two days, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how different the handles are. <laughs> like at Noops, it's like, well, what are you on uh, on, on TikTok like? Alex Christensen 907. Like, oh, yeah, that's or like be a or if, yeah. if he's like at, at Dr. Eager 69. Yeah, that might make take me a little <laughs> a little bit to get used to. On the other side, our, our pal Noobs on TikTok at Noobs420 joins us on You Better You Bet NBA Bets for tonight. About this lineup on the floor right now. Booker behind the back. Three-pointer in transition. It's down. Evan Booker with 26 now. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Brian Anderson with the call. Devin Booker leading the Suns to a narrow win last night over the Golden State Warriors in game again uh, punctuated by, you know, Draymond Green's Judas effect to, uh, to Yusuf Nurkic. And we'll see how long Draymond gets suspended for. Um, and, uh... If we're going to bet on Golden State against Golden State, they got a huge game coming up tomorrow against the Clippers. But that is a story for tomorrow. Tonight, we got a bunch of games in the association. Our pal Alex Christensen, better known to you and yours as Noobs, will join us in just a moment, breaking down the association. But a couple housekeeping items um, first here. First, we got to remind people, um, especially to our audience on Stadium, uh, 12 days left until Christmas. Uh, if you haven't done your shopping yet, Grow up. And if that's the case, also be sure to check out YouBetterYouBetShop.com to get the uh, the sports better in your life, the Waitertainment fan in your life, all the You Better You Bet merchandise your little heart could ever desire. We got t-shirts, we got long sleeve t-shirts, we got hoodies, we got hats, so much stuff with all your favorite slogans and catchphrases from the show. YouBetterYouBetShop.com. YouBetterYouBetShop.com. That website again, YouBetterYouBetShop.com. Dot com. Final segment for the day on Stadium. So if you're watching us on Stadium, head on over twitch.tv backslash betql, twitch.tv backslash betql, that website again, youbetteryouvetshop.com. At the end of this segment, check out the final hour, power hour of the show. But joining us right now is the aforementioned noobs, our pal Alex Christensen on Twitter and TikTok, apparently. True story. He loves TikTok. <laughs> At underscore noobs. And you can check out noobs. Bets US. You can check out Noops on FTN. Hoops with Noops. Absolutely sensational NBA breakdown. Uh, Noops a big tennis handicapper as well. And he joins us here live on the show. Noops, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, how's it going? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, gentlemen. I'm trying to focus on the positive from that Warriors game, which was the basket at the end that got the Warriors the cover by the hook and got me the over by the hook. So let's try to be positive. Yeah, Suns like took a bunch of money like throughout the day and got depending on like what depending on what time you bet that game, that last basket very impactful for a lot of people out there. Halftime market I think was also a little interesting there too. Uh let's talk about the Suns game tonight, Noops. Uh, uh, you know, every Suns game pretty interesting because they're an NBA title contender, but Beal, Durant and Booker seemingly and although to be fair, we have about four hours until the game starts. I guess one of them could be declared out at the last second, but looks like it's going to be a full Suns roster to a certain extent, and they host the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, the second night of a back-to-back -back for the Suns because they played last night against the Warriors, and Draymond punched a guy. Uh, Suns, four and a half, total 231 and a half, so pretty high total in the market. What do, you, what do you make of this game? What do you think we're going to see with Phoenix's uh, big three together? 
I really, like, fingers crossed. I want to see these three guys play together. Sure. I've been waiting all year for this because, you know, coming into the season, one of the angles that I was planning on betting blindly, and I, I was able to bet it tonight, if all three of these guys are playing, this Phoenix Suns team should be able to score 120, 125 points against really any team. And the team total tonight, it's 118.5. Our friends at BetMGM are nice enough to give us some all-team totals. You can get the 119.5 over on that, a plus 110. That was the bet that I made. Again, I look up and down the Suns roster. There's a ton of shooting a lot of ball handling and I am a little worried maybe Beal ends up sitting out I think it's hard to think he'll play a lot of minutes tonight let alone his first back-to-back of the year but I like that and even against this matchup against the Nets a team that I was frankly wrong about this offseason I thought Brooklyn would be a great defensive team with all those athletic wings with a rim protector but they are not Um, they play at a fast pace they give up a bunch of points so I like the Suns to score at least 120 tonight so I'll take the team total over 118 and a half or again get over to MGM they've got over 119 and a half plus 110 I like that a lot more Uh, Noobs will give us a bunch of other bets for tonight's NBA slate coming up in a second. But Noobs, I have to ask, what is right now your spiciest betting take in the NBA? Now, it could be something for tonight, a future play, an award market. As it stands right now, Noobs, your spiciest betting take in the association right now. I think my spiciest betting take at this point is the New Orleans Pelicans, as long as they are healthy, are one of the five best teams in the NBA. They have everything that you could want. And again, as long as they're healthy, you know, we've got Zion and all these guys, but you look up and down this roster, they have great defensive guards. They have a good leading guard, CJ McCollum. They have shooting. Alvarado's been shooting 35, 36% from three. So is Herb Jones. Trey Murphy is back. Zion Williamson, there has been no one that has said more bad things about Zion Williamson than me, but he seems to be under control. He seems to be doing all the things that he needs to do. And it's just a really scary team. I mean, I mentioned all that. I didn't even get to Valanchunas or some of the other stuff. So I've been playing the Pelicans quite a bit. Um, we can talk about that game. I like them tonight. And I'm just kind of waiting for the right chance to step in and, and start to bet some futures. If they can really keep this together for a couple weeks, I'm looking at 25 to 1 to win the West. I think that's a really nice number. So I like the Pelicans. I think they're fantastic as long as, again, everybody can stay on the court. And noobs, just like I feel like this is almost like a bit, right? Because like you come on the air with us, and literally it's because it's almost six o'clock. We usually start to get a lot of injury information coming out at this exact time. Like literally, as you're giving the Zion is declared out tonight, just so you know. So like yeah. it just well, like as long as nothing crazy happens, like oh, I got I got got some bad news for you. Something crazy happened. Uh, obviously, like can can bet whatever you want in the Pelicans Wizards game. I'm going to guess the market will probably go down like a little bit with that news. You could still like the Pelicans totally fine. Just wanted to like get that out there if you want to like rethink like props or anything else you want to do in that game and what you'd like to do. So we talked about kind of the Suns with their guys together. We talked about the Pelicans a little bit with Zion out and maybe we can like see what we want to do there. The Spurs tonight playing a really interesting game. Lakers, already already a lot of second night of a back-to-backs. They get like absolutely trucked by Dallas like late in that game. And uh, kind of like a, a surprising thing because Dallas was not uh, was supposed to be really tired in that game. And they weren't. They won really easily. Lakers, three, three and a half. Uh, Spurs with Wembanyama at center has been like kind of an interesting experiment here. How do you want to play this game? It's kind of like a fascinating market. I think a lot of people will just say like, wow, Lakers only three. But kind of a lot going on here. 
Yeah, I do want to start by quickly giving Luka Doncic a lot of props for playing 87 minutes in a back-to-back -back in this, the era of rest management. I can't remember anybody doing something like that. That was incredibly impressive. But you look at this Lakers team tonight. They've got a two-game series in San Antonio here. And one of my favorite angles in betting in general is to play tanking teams in the first quarter of games. Generally, what you have is, I'm sorry, and especially against better teams. Better squads come in. They know they've got the whole game to sort of figure this out. The Lakers have been a slow-starting team, and San Antonio has very quietly been the most profitable team in the first quarter. I don't have the numbers up in front of me, but I think you're up like eight, nine units just blindly betting San Antonio in the first quarter. And there's a lot at play there, but I think it speaks to the fact that those markets in the first quarter are usually derived from the full game. And although the full game number is sharp, I don't know if they do a good job of balancing how each quarter should look. So tonight you've got a chance to take the Spurs plus half a point in the first quarter there. I like that look quite a bit. I expect them to come out, be competitive, win that first quarter, and then roundly get their butts whooped. You better, you better. You're Nick and Kenny. You're on a as Wednesday. Joined by our pal. Yeah. As long, listen, that's a big old ass. Uh, Noops is our guest right now. Alex Christensen from Bets US and uh, NFTN on Twitter and TikTok, apparently, at underscore Noops. Uh, so, Noops, for the people watching on video and like longtime listeners of the show, like Noops is a Philly guy. Noops is a big Philadelphia 76ers fan. And uh, look, uh, it'd, be, it'd be something if they lost tonight because they're playing a team that has lost 20 straight games. It's amazing that the Pistons were two and one, and now they're two and twenty-one. Anyway, uh, Philly tonight, an eleven and a half or twelve-point road favorite at the Pistons. Total is two thirty-three and a half. How do you feel about your squad tonight? Like, are they going to be able to cover a number against a team that hasn't won in like literally since the beginning of the season? Um, thoughts on Embiid, like MVP, maybe uh, lay it out for us here on your favorite team. Yeah, the Philadelphia 76ers, this game came up pretty close to my numbers. As good as they've been and as much better they've been with Nick Nurse, there's still something about this team in the fourth quarter. They, they struggled to close these games out. But I'm as optimistic as I've been in a long time about this Sixers team. I could have been happier about the Harden trade. All summer, I just wanted to just get Harden out, bring in some assets, a couple veterans, guys who can play defense and shoot threes, and let Tyrese Maxey grow. Let this team really come out. It's amazing how good Tobias Harris has been now that he doesn't have to stand in the corner and wait for the ball to come to him. He's attacking and doing a lot of great stuff. So I don't know if I like them tonight. Those numbers look pretty good to me. I have been starting to accumulate some futures on them to win the Eastern Conference. I'm looking at plus 600 right now at BetMGM. I think that's still a good enough number. But if you do want to bet in the game tonight, Kay Cunningham's props look really nice. He's only at three and a half, four and a half rebounds, depending on where you look. It's juiced a little differently there. MGM's got it at three and a half. I like that number over and maybe his assist. Edge Cade's been filling up the stat sheet without Jalen Duran, and he's actually picked up a little more of the rebounding load. So if you want an angle for tonight, go with Cade Cunningham, rebounds over, but very confident in my Sixers. They look great. They're having fun. I don't think Embiid's going to compete for the MVP, but uh, they're going to compete in a playoff series and hopefully finally make at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, me and me and Noops with like the handshake emoji, like betting the Sixers to do a lot of stuff this year. Like you, you just you love to see it. Uh, Noops, the, there's there's some award stuff that you're doing. You mentioned MB. You don't think you can win MVP? We have like a minute left, maybe a little more for this Rookie of the Year, which is almost never an interesting market. There's like very like one out of every eight years something interesting happens in this market. Does seem like it's going to kind of be like a down to the wire finish between Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama. So Wembanyama, obviously a huge favorite. You know summer league the start of the season how could he ever lose and then chet holmgren plays and it's like oh he might be like second third team all nba so that's that's how he loses and the market for these two guys has kind of shifted back and forth almost as they've each now had great performances holmgren out to minus 140 when Benyama plays well so anyway 
short price on both, almost like a coin flip two-way market. Uh, if you had to pick at the end of the year, you had to put your money behind one of those guys in about a minute, who would you go with, Holmgren or, uh, or Wemby? Yeah, I think you have to go with Chet Holmgren. I think you're right. Coming in, uh, the market really put in a peg that Webinyama was going to win, and a couple of us grabbed some Holmgren numbers because I, I think at first we didn't really understand the rest rules. Um, to take a step back there, you have to play 65 games to make an All-NBA team and uh, basically compete for every award except Rookie of the Year and the All-Rookie team. So even if Webinyama misses a lot of time, he still has a chance to win this award. But Holmgren has had the better season. He has had the bigger impact. He is on a winning team. Um, you know, short of Webb and Yama ha having some really good head-to-head -head games against Holmgren or really stepping out here, I just don't see how you give Victor this award. So, I, I, you know, I'm looking at Holmgren, minus 160. I haven't played that because I just have too much Holmgren already. But if you don't have any Jet in your pocket, minus 160 at MGM is fine. I don't know why this number isn't 200, 250, something in that range. All his numbers look better. His team is better. He's been better in big moments. I don't. I struggle to think of one reason that Webb and Yama should win over him. That's that's really where I am. Noops, we appreciate it, man. Great job as always on the show. Noops on Twitter and TikTok at underscore Noops. Great work for our friends over at FTN and Bets US. Hashtag Hoops with Noops. Thanks a lot, brother. We appreciate you. Good luck with the bets tonight. We'll catch up with you soon. Absolutely, guys. Always a lot of fun. Excited to listen to, Nick, all your great stuff on Sunday morning for football, and I'll see you soon. The great, I'll tell you what, like I always say on the show, flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah. Sunday mornings, 8.30 a.m., WFAN, yours truly, Very and then nice. Ken and myself, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Oh, it's early. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's early. early. What, uh, uh, if you're watching on... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, we got a couple seconds. Uh, if you're on stadium, twitch.tv backslash betql. All our bets for tonight coming up in the Power Hour. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.